Hi, and welcome to The Hard Count. We are your hosts, Rick Testerman. Toby Montgomery. And this week, we only have two counts, the highest of highs and the lowest of lows. Welcome to The Hard Count. Before we go any further, I'm going to go ahead and let you know there will be plenty, and I do mean plenty, of cursing in this episode. Uh, but we're going to start with good, because I always believe that you should start with the good. That way you've got something to think about while you're going through the bad. So in the good today, we're going to talk about the Atlanta Braves and how well they pitched today, how well they played today all the way through. I want to talk about Max Freed, how awesome he played. Uh, I want to talk about Austin Riley and the fact that you know, not only did he hit a solo shot, but he hit the game winner, you know, at the, the rope into left field. Um, you know, it was, it was just a wonderful day for the Braves. He's a contender for MVP. I mean, he is he has had an exponential season, the season, a break, breakout season for him. I mean, he was doing good last year, but this season just something clicked, especially with uh, Acuna out, Soraka out. Um, who else is out? Well, I mean, the the fact that, you know, you're two of your biggest players, you were supposed to have your ace pitcher who we thought was going to be Mike Soroka, you know, he, he ends up being out, you know, and it absolutely sucks. Uh, and then you lose who you think is going to be your franchise player, um, you know, in Acuna, you know, and he's gone. So, you know, everybody else has been picking it up. Uh, I mean, we lost. It's, next, it's the next we, game up or next man up, you know. Yeah. Well, we lost Voight, our uh, catcher. You know, back in, what, September 10th, I believe, was the game he played. He had either two or three home runs in that game and then injured himself, and then he was gone, you know. So we brought back, um, uh, oh, shit, what's his name? Uh, Darn, uh, Darno, Travis Darno. Yeah. Uh, we brought him back, and he's been killing it with the Braves right now, and I absolutely love him. But, like, you know, we, we, we as far as this game goes, we started off quick. The, the Braves got on top, you know, in, in the first inning. Yeah. Uh, Rosario got on, got to second, uh, you know, uh, and a, a single uh, brought him in from third. Or no, 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 it was a pass ball, brought him in from third, uh, you know, and they were on top. And and then the Dodgers came up, you know, and their Will Smith, he hit a home run. You yeah, know, so the Dodgers were back on top, and that was either in like the third or the fourth inning or something. It was the fourth inning. It was the fourth inning, you know, and it just like – their Will Smith, their catcher, he's a phenomenal player, you know. Uh, and I can't say enough good things about him, even though we're playing him right now. He's he's really surprised me. Um, but going from one Will Smith to the Braves' Will Smith, you know, not only him, but the rest of our uh, bullpen, they played so well tonight. Luke Jackson pitched well. He came in through nine pitches and he got two outs uh, at one point. And I think they were all sliders except for one forcing fastball. Uh, Will Smith came in and other than getting a walk, uh, you know, he, uh, a walk and a little blooper, he, he pitched very well, even though the blooper ended up getting them into, you know, they had poor base running um, and that's what got us the, the out in the top of the ninth, but uh, they, they just played very well. You know, the, the Braves, 
played as a unit, you know, even, uh, you know, um, the, the guys that have come in that we didn't expect to be playing, you know, Heredia has right. played well. Uh, Jacques Peterson, we picked him up and he's yep. played well with his, his pearls that he wears. Uh, you know, uh, and the, the guys last year, Adam Duvall and Austin Riley who hit well, but they had certain pitches they couldn't yeah. hit. You know, Austin Riley could hit a 102 mile an hour fastball, but couldn't hit a curveball two years ago. He's right. crushing everything now. You know, he ended up with a solo shot and then the game winner in the ninth. Like, it's a fun, fun <sighs> team to watch. I mean, you have got the rest of the infield. You got uh, Austin Riley, Dansby, Ozzie Albies, and Freddie Freeman, who the Braves should sign to a lifetime contract. Oh, yeah. I don't care what anybody says. It's crazy that they're they're they've gone this long without a contract extension for them exactly but uh you know it was even fun I, I know you're not a dodgers fan by any shape of the imagination kobe but it was fun getting to see a nashville guy mookie betts out there i always love watching oh, yeah. him play he's an awesome talent um you know um, i mean but, I, I mean i like walker bueller who's on there he's a vain guy so i mean yeah but i mean like it, it was a fun game to watch um statistically uh you know freed pitched really well they announced ian anderson to be the the starter tomorrow so i'm hoping the braves can go up two and oh on the defending national champions uh you know world series champions um but i know that this is going to be a series that it's gonna I mean, be punch every, it's, gonna, it's gonna be back and forth punch every game matters and oh, both yeah. teams are loaded with people who can hit the home run ball um you know i think the dodgers have a little more speed than the braves do all the way through the lineup um, but I, I think that uh, where the Dodgers' strength is is their starting pitching. Yeah, you can only start one a night. You right. Know? I think the Braves' power is our bats. You know, we've yeah. hit a ton of home runs this year. Even the guys that we brought in late, uh, you know, Rosario, their Rosario's hitting well. Uh, Darno has hit a couple home runs since he's come back to the Braves. He only had six on the season before he got back. So, I mean, e even those guys who maybe didn't start the season with the Braves, you know, or came in late because of injuries at the trade deadline, uh, you know, they're, they're all playing super well. And it so happy to be a Braves fan. Uh, you know, it, it, I think it was it's gonna a good be, day in Atlanta. I think it's going to be Braves and the Red Sox. That which would be gonna, fun to watch. Which is going to be crazy because it's going to be it's going to be against the team I left to the team I joined this year. Yeah, I mean that that would be awesome for you. You know, um, I think it would be a really good matchup. You know, yet again the uh, Boston has a ton of players who can hit the ball. You know, um, and it's not necessarily that everybody on Boston's team can go deep, but everybody has that mm -hmm. ability to like slap the ball down opposite field. They all have the ability to pull the ball if they need to. Like they're all sound hitters, even if they're not big hitters. Yeah, it's gonna be a, uh, it's gonna be an interesting playoff this year. Yeah. So before we go into it, you know that that's your bet is that it's going to be uh, Red Sox Braves. Mm-hmm. With the Braves okay. winning and six. Well, at the beginning of the season, um, whenever uh, the the Dodgers made some trades and they got. Um, Trey Turner. Uh, well, not only Trey Turner, but uh, 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 Max Scherzer. Noel, before they got Max Scherzer, they went out and got, um, oh, what's his name? Who's in trouble right now? Oh, Trevor Bauer. Uh, Trevor Bauer. Yeah, when they went out and got Trevor Bauer, 
and basically re-signed everybody last year, I thought that the Dodgers were going to repeat. So yeah. at the beginning of the season, I said the Dodgers. You know, yeah. their their starting pitching was just too good. Yeah. You know, and then they added Max Scherzer later. The problem with the Dodgers is they can't get everybody healthy. Right. Um, if they could get people healthy, they would be a lot scarier. But I, I went with the Dodgers they at the were beginning a wild of the year. Card. Even though I'm a Braves fan, I'm still going to say the Dodgers because that was my gamble from the beginning. You know, but as a Braves fan, God, I would love to lose that bet. That would be the best loss right. of a hundred dollars ever. Oh yeah. Um, but yeah, I'm I'm gonna stick with them. But I do think it's going to be the Red Sox from the AL. Yeah, uh, I just I can't stand the Astros. I I can't stand the Astros more than. I mean, it's not that I don't stand the Red Sox. It's the manager who coaches them right now is I can't stand. Yeah. And you get a lot of that in baseball. Yeah. Know? Um, but we're going from the highest high right now, you know, of my, my Braves winning. We're about to go on a Rick rant right here. We're about to go on a Rick rant and I'm here to tell you I'm starting this Rick rant and there are 12 seconds left to go. Cause I'm looking up right now. There are 12 seconds left to go in the Tennessee game. They spike the ball. There's 11 seconds to go. They're on the 21 yard line, 26, 31 Tennessee with a touchdown could come back and win this one right here. But that's not what I want to talk about. I want to talk about how goddamn pissed off I am right now. Because in my entire life, in 32 years of life, I've seen a lot of Vols teams. I've seen a lot of great Vols teams. I remember back, you know, when we had Peyton Manning as our quarter uh, as our quarterback. You know, uh, I, I remember Al Wilson. You know, I, I I grew up in the 90s, so being a Braves fan and a Volunteers fan, like it was real easy because we won a fuck ton of games back there. But I've also lived through the shitty UT Vols times. I've lived uh, through coaches, you know, Lane Kiffin and the way he left. And that's kind of what's sparking this right now as Tennessee throws to the end zone and there's three seconds left here so they can get one more chance to try to throw it in. But uh, they're playing Lane Kiffin, who was at Ole Miss. I lived through him being here for a year. I went to the Chick-fil-A Bowl whenever we uh, were playing, whenever we played down there and played Virginia Tech and lost. I went to that game. I lived through Derek Dooley. I was at the 13 men on the field game whenever we lost to LSU. I was also at that same game at the end of the year whenever we played North Carolina in the Music City Bowl and we got screwed because a player threw his helmet into the stand or uh, into the air uh, and they called an unsportsmanlike penalty. I was there for all the Derek Dooley years. I was there whenever Butch Jones was our coach and we put a goddamn uh, trash can on the side of the field because we thought that was a good idea. I'm there whenever we were champions of life. The I've lived sank. through all of this. When the boat sank. Oh, God. Oh, when the boat sank uh, uh, in uh, the uh, Tennessee River out there, you set on the fire Georgia, and sank. The, the, same day you get, the same day you guys lost to Georgia State. Yep, against Georgia State. I was <coughs> there, or I wasn't there, but I watched that. I remember... Uh, having our first eight-loss season under Butch Jones. I remember hiring Jeremy Pruitt after our AD came out and said that we were going to have a superstar come in, and everybody thought we were going to have, you know, tons of big names coming in. Anybody from Les Miles, uh, you know, all the way to John, John Gruden. Gruden. I remember that. And then, you know, we had some bullshit happen uh, where we were, I don't know, paying players and putting money in McDonald's bags under Jeremy Pruitt. I've lived through all of that. And I have never, never been ashamed to be a UT fan until tonight. 
By the way, Tennessee just lost, and I'm not even mad about us losing 26 to 31. I'm mad about our fan base throwing shit onto the field. I'm mad about the terrible look that that gets. How fucking trashy can you be? How trashy can you be as a fan base? Was it a poor call that happened right before it? As a Tennessee fan, I think he got the first down. I'm mad about it. I've seen the replay over and over and over that they showed. I think he got there. I'm just as pissed off as every one of y'all, but God damn. Are you yeah, shitting me? There's no excuse. You're going to throw a, a golf ball and hit somebody? You could have hit one of those kids, and, and they're kids. Let's be honest. They are their kids. Any, you know, 18, 21, 22-year-old kids. If you threw that, you could have put somebody's eye out with it. You could, they, threw a bottle of, they threw a bottle of mustard. I saw that, yeah. Just, Tons they... of water bottles. Okay, and I get it. You're upset. You, We had to evacuate our own cheerleaders and our own band. That's how bad it was. You were willing to injure people who were on your side. Yeah. Because yeah. you were so upset about this. That is a trashy, trashy look. And for the first time in 32 years, I am ashamed that I have the power T tattooed on my left arm. I am ashamed that a good portion of, of my clothes upstairs are UT orange. I am ashamed of our fan base. I don't care that we lost the night, uh, that we lost the game tonight. That's not what people will remember. People will remember how fucking trashy it is here. If I was UT's coach, if I was Josh Heupel, whenever that started happening, and you had to not only move your band and your cheerleaders off the field, but you had to bring the opposing team to the middle of the field to make sure fans couldn't hit them with stuff. Kobe, you and I have listened to a lot of episodes of the dollop and you and I make fun of a, a particular fan base, a lot Philadelphia, mm -hmm. because they do things like throw batteries on the field or uh, snowballs with stones in the middle of them. snowballs with stones. But God damn guys, this it puts them it, it puts them on the same level, you know. I mean, there's no excuse to do anything like that, you know. Like, I mean, bad, bad and good calls are gonna happen in sports. That's sports. That's that's what brings it. But like, when you just and and at your own place, you're just gonna trash your own house like that. Like, you put your own people at risk. Yeah, it's like there are people. I I'm interested to see how many injuries come from tonight's game? Because I guarantee there are people in the stands that were injured. I guarantee. Oh, yeah. And it's just, yeah, it's just uncalled for and just not warranted in any, in any sporting event, no matter what. I, ooh, they're walking off the field right now and the police are covering Lane Kiffin. Somebody threw a whole basketball at him. Just Lane now? Kiff, they threw their, their dumped their popcorn on him, and Lane Kiffin threw their hat in, threw his hat into him into the stands. I just it it. They just dumped a thing of popcorn on him. Yeah, yeah. I, I'm sitting here like the game just ended. We started this podcast before the end of it because I was yeah. so pissed that I could not wait. They brought us out of a hiatus. When was the last time we posted an episode? Yeah. A minute. 
It's been a long time. I am so pissed about this that we came out of our hiatus. I damn near woke you up out of bed telling you we were going to record this because I yeah. am so fucking livid. And it, 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 there is nothing that can be done that can salvage it. No. Once this is done, it's done. You've shown that you are the fan base that when things come, and, and I wouldn't be surprised to see new rules come out of this. Honestly, as Josh Heupel, you should have conceded the game whenever you couldn't guarantee the safety of the other players yeah. coming to your, your place of play. If you can't guarantee our safety while we're here, there's no reason in us coming. Why would anybody want to come? If if I knew that people had to come to Tennessee to play here, I know that that's on the table. I know that it's a possibility that if I send my child to play against a team who's going to UT, that they might get hit in the face with uh, a mustard bottle. Right. You know, a golf ball might might hit them in the back of the head while they're sitting down. Things that, and, and that's in addition to all the things that you have to worry about in a very physical sport. In a sport where you can, you know, literally get brain damage, you shouldn't have to worry about the fans behind you. Right. In yeah. in a sport where, you know, ACLs are torn every day, you shouldn't have to worry about a mustard bottle. When when you have to worry about where the blitz is coming from, it shouldn't be coming from section F twelve. Right. You know. This is a poor look, Tennessee fans. A poor, terrible look. And again, I'm ashamed. I would be ashamed too if I was part of that fan base. It's just not accepted. Not acceptable. Well, Kobe, I've got my rant out. Tell them where they can tell us that we're happy that we're back or tell me how good of a decision, you know, t send me that hate mail. Let me know that you think it was a good decision that Tennessee threw shit on the field. And I will argue with you until I'm blue in the face. I actually want to add, send that? actually, I want to add one more quick count. Uh, okay. one, uh, we also talk about natural SC on this. Just want to give an update if nobody's heard. Last season, we got knocked out of the conference semifinals. And now this season, we are in second place in the East right now, looking for a home playoff game. Um, so, yeah, go watch some Nashville soccer. Go Nashville SC. Oh, yeah. Um, also, you can reach us at the Hard Count Podcast uh, on Twitter, uh, Hard Count Podcast. Uh, at gmail.com for any email requests or anything or any questions. You can follow my Twitter at Kobe, not Kobe. And yeah, I think that's it. You got anything else, Drake? No, I, God almighty. I'm ashamed, Tennessee. All right. We're out. <laughs>